We want this and that. We demand a share in that and most of that, some of this and f***ing all of that. So I jumped out of bed and all I had was me undies on and I walked out the front and... Good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another ramp on the barbie. G'day indeed. Welcome to episode number one of Dune Under with me, Neil, and him. Willie, Dune oh, Under, eh? Dune Under right <laughs> enough. How are you, pal? I'm all right. And yourself? Yeah, I'm pretty good. It's well, good this to, is exciting. It's good to see anybody, but well, especially you. Well, it's great to be out of the house, you know. <laughs> But we're still we're still maintaining social distancing, we which definitely is are. really important, you know, because Neil stinks, <laughs> and it's just it's. I reckon COVID's the best thing ever. It keeps them <laughs> keeps them so far away from me. It's brilliant. <laughs> actually, I've lost my ability to socialise properly at the moment. I think we we had a few people around uh, the other day for the first time in twelve weeks. Right, twelve weeks as. And I, I thought it was going to be a bit strange, but after about ten minutes, it was only strange when I thought, "Are you buggers ever going home?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the old end of the I'm party. Sicky already. I wish you would go. You know, given huge hints, you know, oh, look, is that the sun coming up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody says, hey, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I've got I've got a cough coming on, yeah, everybody, yeah, a bit, yeah, a bit yeah. of a sneeze, but yeah. a podcast, mate. No, a podcast. What Dune pod- Under. Dune Under. It's got nothing to do with <laughs> nether regions and undergarments. Definitely not. No. Nor is it Bonnie Dune. Two Scottish fellas landed in Australia many years ago. Many some, years some ago. Some longer than others. <laughs> and... Uh, Wow, you know, and we just thought it would be good fun to so have a chat about it and talk about things we like with things we don't like. Definitely. So, like the, the, you know, we're going to do regular episodes of this. Um, being the first one, we'll cover a bit of ground on the journey uh, that we both had into yeah. Australia, a bit of what's here. been going on, which is unavoidable to talk about. Stick your I sentence, guess. Your Honour. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I ended up. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, it really is actually good to see you because we had this conversation. I reckon it was less than two weeks before all this crap started, right? Yeah. Before Shall we do a podcast? Yeah. yeah. And then the world's gone mad <laughs> ever since then. Shall we cancel it for <laughs> yeah. a few weeks? I think we should. Why not? Yeah. Look, <laughs> you think it would have given us time to rehearse and actually figure out what we're going to do, but we're just making this. Well, I, as we go. I was well. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I'm totally rehearsed, which is completely untrue. One of the great things about uh, COVID is everybody's got nothing to do and are spending all day doing nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Netflix has never been so busy. <laughs> In fact, I've finished it twice. <laughs> I'm on to Stan. I've seen, I've, I've seen you know, Netflix. I've, I've seen Netflix <laughs> twice. Yeah, I'm on to Stan. Now. God. It's just, I, and I'm not one for sitting, you know, all the time just watching endless TV shows. No. And all. A lot of people love it, you know, and they binge watch, they they do all of that, you know. Two not episodes and, um, okay, I've had enough, what, what can we do now, and, you know. It's, uh, and it's been pretty limiting what you can do, right? It has, yeah. yeah. And I did see a, a photo of you and the family who were out for the first time in, well, 12 weeks, 12 I guess. 12 weeks, yeah, we went out for a wee family dinner, the four of us. We've all been living together anyway, so. Yeah. And some of the, ca- luckily, we live in <laughs> Australia, who have actually done, I think, a fantastic job. It's, you know. uh, yeah, we, we've got no sense of, you know, the pain that everybody else has gone through. Yeah. And we take no great joy in being better than anybody else, but yeah. we've we've dodged the bullet, we as have. they say. Well, we hope so. 
you know. Yeah. Oh, I hope I, it's so no, far. He's so far. Fingers crossed, legs crossed. And uh, yeah, it's been a strange. The world's a funny place now, isn't it? It is. All so, of a sudden. All of a sudden. So we went out uh, to our local little cafe. We were, we're trying to support local business. We're trying to support local friends and neighbours, you know, and and. So we decided, let's go out and just have dinner. We haven't. It seems yep. so strange, you know. <laughs> We're looking at the menu going, what's this? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't remember what upside chips down. were. <laughs> <laughs> what's this shit that's upside down? <laughs> exactly. So. Well, we did open, just to be a, official, um, they opened up the restaurants and some bars and that here on last week. Last week they did. Yeah. We're so. limit, limited amount of people. Yeah, well, 20, 20 people 20 can people. go, and yeah. you've all got to sit three miles apart. And That's right. I mean, I agree with all of it, but I, I can also understand the frustrations from small business owners, cafe owners, you know, cats <laughs> mauling your leg. <laughs> I'm actually being attacked by, <laughs> by Neil's cat as we speak, but I'm quite enjoying it. It's, yeah. it's, it's the closest anybody's been to me in 12 weeks. There's no social distance in here. I think he's trying to climb up your leg to get to that cat on your head. Well, that's it. <laughs> and for those who don't know, you'll, you'll see the picture of yeah. Willie. He's, uh, yeah. he's quite famous for his, uh, his hair, cat-like hair. Cat-like hair, I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we'll, we may hear this occasionally in uh, some episodes when we're, we're at my house. Uh, yes. There's a couple of little kittens running around. so they They're are. quite obsessed by Willie. They, they, they I think they're just obsessed because they haven't seen anybody for so long. Yeah, and it's like, uh, oh, there's other humans. <laughs> that was the clause. <laughs> Reaching okay. the almost they nether climb- region. <laughs> they were climbing the dune under. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well. Uh, so how, how was it to the family going out and right. getting so, together? Was it weird? That's it my question. It was strange, you know, but great fun too. It, yeah. it was a, you feel like you achieved something? Yeah, we feel like we were back to normal, you know. And, and uh, I mean, have you done much? Have you have you, you been out yet? We No. No. We haven't been out. We had yeah. a few friends round on Saturday. That's right. to, a bit of a celebration for Mrs. Mitch's birthday. Right. Um, which isn't quite yet, but we took the opportunity of having a few days off. Yeah. And look, I, I was I really expect that it was going to feel a little bit strange having people round, you know, that sort yeah. of open the door and you go, oh, we haven't got me. the virus. <laughs> and what I was really pleased about is it very quickly became normal, like very quickly. Mm. So... That was good, you know, and and we all relaxed and we weren't talking much about it. And no. Which, it's kind of gone off, the, it's gone off the news now. I mean, we'll not dwell on COVID on a regular basis. But no, we won't. I guess we'll, you know, we'll if talk about it If there's important to talk about, we'll talk about it, you know. Yeah, I'm sure most people are sick of it. It's, you know, it's a serious yeah. thing, but... It's a very serious thing, you know, yeah. and it's, it's, a, it's a real wake-up call for humanity, I think, you know, how fragile we actually are. <laughs> you know, we think we rule this planet... No. Something you can't even see. No, that's right. Has has destroyed our economies, our employment, yep. our lives, you know, and it's taken away. In such a short time. In such a short time. Yeah. So it just our, our, our sort of D-Day, I suppose, was Friday the 13th yeah. of March. That's the morning they cancelled the Grand Prix. Yeah. And within days, we were in lockdown. It went, you know, first day, no more than 500. Day two, no more than 100. Yeah. Day three, no more than 50. Day five, lockdown. You know, it's a, it was just a, a crazy series of events and yeah. nobody, I think people are still a, a little bit sort of, you know, 
what the hell was all that about? Exactly. What is, what the hell is what all is this about? What is it all about, about you know? Yeah. And I, I, well, as you know, well, people might not know, but um, I work in the music industry, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a singer in a band and uh, have been for a long time. But luckily, uh, I also uh, run a, a secondary business because... There's no money in no. music. No. <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> Unless you're Taylor Swift or Beyonce. You know, yeah, correct. There's yep. not a lot of money in music. So uh, luckily I, I also dabble in the IT world. So that, that's actually kept me um, employed and really busy. But I've got so many friends who've lost, yeah. you know, everything. They've ran through their savings, you know, quicker than you, than you can... Blink, you know. Oh, it's, 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 true. It's, Look, we've both been pretty lucky um, in that respect. Yeah. Uh, myself and your your kids have been okay with yeah. that as well. They've they've got they're considered essential employees for where they work. So um, yeah. They, they, so as a family, we've been very lucky. Um, um, my wife's slightly immune compromised at the moment, so I, we've been more worried about her than anything else so yeah we've been terrified about going out and working and you know bringing something back but i think after the first month or so we started to relax you know and we, we had the regime we come to the door we you know we we clean our hands we <laughs> don't touch anything <laughs> you get in have a wash i've never washed so much in my life <laughs> Scottish guy, no. we don't wash. Exactly. We just stand in the rain. That's a, <laughs> that's a, which is always there. <laughs> it's always, always there. So you get a shower every day. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think one of the best posts I've seen, social media, as much as we've seen the very worst of people on social media, we've seen some of the best. Yes. Funny, funny people. Yeah. The guy posting the, the photo of the chicken foot saying, I think over the Dan wash it a little bit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they saw that one. So, that's brilliant. There is some uh, very, very funny people out there. There are, yeah. you know. They have, like, again, it's 12 weeks of sitting alone in your room in what? front of the computer. What can I do today? <laughs> <laughs> Who can I insult? You know, <laughs> just call me Karen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Yeah, yeah online, uh, everyone meeting online, it's... Uh, the first few weeks, people were having these dinner parties where they'd all get dressed up and they'd get on Zoom or Microsoft Teams That's or true. whoever else had yeah. forgotten, Skype. Yeah. And then that lasted for about a week. You know, yeah. they all got the prom dresses on. I reckon if you did a, a round of the videos now, there'd be people sitting there looking like <laughs> Cruella de Vil, drag through a bloody haystack, you know. They're going, oh, we're we're all lying in their hand, yeah. <laughs> now, actually, here in, in Australia, it was a big thing to take the rubbish bin out dressed up. <laughs> Who came up with that <laughs> stupid idea? I, I, well, I guess I take my rubbish bin out dressed up every night, you know. Because <laughs> I'm always very smart. Yes, yeah. You look smart today, Paul. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You know, I, I had a shower this morning. Oh, well done. You know, and it's not even January. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, look, you mentioned about the music. You are indeed William Hutton of the, uh, the international... Rock, Celtic rock band, I like to say. Oh, yeah. Claymore. And there's a big story behind Claymore. And as part of this first episode, well, we're going to go through the, the journey from Scotland. And a lot of that is kind of starts with Claymore as well, doesn't it? For me, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, and you were born in... I was born in Glasgow. Glasgow? Yeah, I was born in uh, Rockhill. Rockhill. Rockhill, <laughs> a suburb of Glasgow. And, uh, but kind of... Grew up in uh, Maryhill, which is the next 
suburb. Now, there's a theme here, and not every suburb of Glasgow ends in hell. <laughs> but the two that I lived in did. It's just a, co- a coincidence. But anyway, yeah, so Glasgow, you know, where is you're from further north in Scotland? Dundee, You're north from east. Dundee, yeah. Yep. Yeah, a Dundonian. Not ending in hill. No. No. <laughs> so I'm a Ouija and you're a Dundonian. A Dundonian, that's right. <laughs> hey, Pez. <laughs> <laughs> and you headbutt people. That's right, yeah. <laughs> a well, Glasgow it's a, kiss. It's a, it's a form of greeting. Yeah, I was from um, Downfield, so, down, right. and then I moved to someone else, somewhere else ending in field. No, I didn't, okay. actually. So if you're from the hills and I'm from the fields, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, but uh, we're both country gentry. That's <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite. The good thing about living in a city in Scotland is you're only 10 minutes from the country anyway, pretty much. Well, that's true. You know, yeah. It is. Yeah. We used yeah. to, we used 10 to walk from a to the stabbing, hills. 10 minutes from a murder. <laughs> <laughs> you're 10 minutes from well, anything, exactly. really. Yep. You know, but yeah, so I, I get, when did I come out here? I came out here in 19... Uh, 1984. There's young people now going, there was a 19? There was a 19, yeah. <laughs> 1984. I was three three days old. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Uh, yeah, no, it was a... I, I had met my wife in Scotland. Um, we got married. We thought we were up for an adventure. What can we do? So... Uh, we applied to either immigrate to Canada, where yep. we had Catherine had family, or uh, come to Australia. And the connection to Australia was friends of my father. My father was in the Navy back in his youth, and um, one of his mates, uh, Freddie Knox, lived in Melbourne, Australia. He decided to come here, I don't know, probably in the late 60s, yeah. I think. So that would have been the £10-poundy time in the 60s. Oh, so ten- you wouldn't have been the £10-poundy as no, we know. No, we missed the £10-pound tourist thing, which <clears throat> which was a, a uniquely Australian thing, I think, where you paid 10 quid. and yeah, it's they, like you got a boat for three months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they kicked you off at the <laughs> other end. <laughs> 10 quid to get transported, you know. <laughs> <laughs> make way, make way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play with these buttons throughout. Yeah, here, yeah. It's, uh, we've got some sound effects. We you do, might have yeah. noticed. We're, yeah. we're sponsored by Road today, so yeah. The, the deal, the deal for sponsorship for this podcast is if we mention you, send us some free shit. So thanks, uh, thanks very okay. much, Road. Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Bruch, pal. Thanks very much, Bruchladich Distillery. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and any Chardonnay wine, you're all sponsored. <laughs> I'm having a wee wine today. You're having a coffee. So I'm having a coffee, and I'm I'm drinking it out of my Mister Happy cup today. Yeah, I think I've actually one one thing that COVID has made me realise I'm half French because I've right. never drunk so much wine in early morning. All right, okay. We we and wee wees. Yeah, wee wees. Yeah. So yeah, no, we decided uh, Canada or Australia. Um, I don't think we ever got a response from the Canadian government. I need to get in touch with those sods and see what the what was the problem. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we got, we got a are. response from the uh, the Australian consulate in Edinburgh, and uh, and it was a negative response, as in thanks for your application, but no thanks. And we we couldn't understand why, you know, because. We thought we were special. Yeah, of course. You know, who wouldn't he want? I've lived in two places that end in hell. <laughs> who wouldn't he want? A handsome Scottish fella. The Huttons are coming. And no, his, they're not. And his wee lassie wife. So uh, we went 
uh, well, actually, we never heard for a long time, and I thought, oh, they've lost the application or something. So yeah. I went through to Edinburgh from Glasgow, took some sandwiches, made a day out, went all the way through to Edinburgh, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All the way. Uh, that was a yearly holiday that for was, some people. Oh God, I, <laughs> most people. So it goes all the way through, and there was uh, there was uh, get to the consulate, and then just said, "Oh, we put an application in," you know. So oh, no, we don't, we don't uh, talk to clients at the front door, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I, I says, "Don't you realise who I am? I came from the hill, <laughs> <laughs> two hills, <laughs> two hills." <laughs> so anyway. Um, they had a look on the computer system, so the guy with the beads and his strings, the abacus thing, had a look. Yeah, exactly. And he said, well, we can't actually find your application. So they they had lost their application, or it had never arrived. Or yeah. So they gave us another set of forms and told us to fill them in. Filled them in again. This time... Put a stamp on it this put time. Put a stamp on it, you know. <laughs> sent it by Her Majesty's Mail Service. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually got there. So, because we know it got there because within a week they sent us a reply back saying thanks, but no thanks. Oh, really? Yes, again. again. And uh, <laughs> so... I got on my horse and went back to yeah. Edinburgh. <laughs> Knocked on the front door. <laughs> it's like, let me in. <laughs> We're not going away. Yeah, I'm, I'm not giving up on this dream. So, and I got in, you know, and I said, to, they said, uh, again, they told me, you know, we don't do personal uh, talks. If, if Once you get a, a response and the papers are stamped, that's it, you know. And, yeah. and I says, look, I just couldn't understand why, you know, they wouldn't take us, you know. I thought. But you're a qualified electrician. I was as well, a qualified right? electrician so then. My wife was. Should have been pretty high up. Qualified the... children's nurse. Yeah. Ran a children's home in Scotland, you know. It wasn't as if, you know, we were doctors or lawyers and unemployable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> know, evil. <laughs> evil. <laughs> Money hoarding. <laughs> no, I, I don't mean that. Some of my best friends aren't doctors. No. <laughs> So and we like the girl at the at, at the the counter. She was lovely. I can't even remember her name, but um, I felt we connected on a spiritual level. <laughs> no, <I don't>. <laughs> <laughs> she said to me, like she, she, I was standing there with the forms, and she says, you know, I don't want to get anybody in trouble with the government here. Yeah, it was the eighties. Who's going to yeah, remember? Exactly. Yeah. And she Thatcher says, "Look, you know, you see, she says, I can't. I'm not allowed to tell you anything." Or she says, "But you see that little box there? It says, you know, where would you like to stay in Australia?'" And you've ticked Melbourne. If you tick the anywhere box, you might get a different result. And that was all she said right. to me. Okay. And I later found out that too many people they were trying to spread immigrants around. They didn't want everybody coming to Melbourne or everybody coming to Sydney yeah. at the time. So. Ticked the box anywhere. Three days later, we got a call uh, setting us up for a medical because you had to go for a medical yep. as well back well, then. I'm you sure know, you still and, do. And, and, and I'm yeah. sure you, yeah. And uh, and that we'd been accepted on the proviso we passed the medical. So yeah. I had to get a stunt double to turn up for the <laughs> medical. <laughs> Three different bottles of weed. <laughs> I wonder what they're looking for, yeah. you know. So, uh, yeah. So... It happened that fast, and then. Uh, we so, what was the timeline for for the? Okay, let's 
let's decide to go to either Canada or Australia, and then getting that acceptance. That was to over Australia. a year. That was a year, but right. purely because the first two applications, yeah, went awry in some way. It was actually the second one that got lost. The first one they got and they knocked us back, which is what. I, and the second one they said, "Oh, you know, do it again." Yeah. Take the anywhere box and yeah, untick yeah. the have you been convicted yeah, of any criminal offences? talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> never, never convicted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, anyway, uh, we, we went and did the, the medical. Um, I think the doctor who did the medical was probably in his early to, to mid-90s. Yep. He was a really old guy. Um, he did both of us together because we were a married couple. So I'm standing there, you know, with my underpants and my knees. Uh, cough. <laughs> you know. And I says, don't dare do that to the wife. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, we passed the medical with flying colours. I was more worried about the psych exam. Yeah. But... <laughs> They weren't too choosy in those days. No. If you had the ability to cough, you got in. That's right? it, yeah. All you had to be able to do was cough. Cough, yeah. You know, and then we passed that, and then all these wee pamphlets arrived uh, at home. You know, we gave them our uh, passports, and we got visas added to our past permanent entry visas, you know. And because uh, we, were, we, we were permanent residents straight away back in those days. Ah, right. right. Well, so that definitely was, doesn't happen these you days. You know, that doesn't happen anymore. No. So once you were accepted, that was you. And uh, so we, you know, we just, uh, we got all these pamphlets. Oh, one of them was so far. Can you get milk in bottles in Australia? It was all these, you know, <laughs> questions that people might ask about immigrating to Australia. Is there a postman? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Can you get milk in bottles? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Some of the questions were ridiculous. Anyway, so I remember it just, it was, we had our last Christmas with the parents, you know, mum and dad, my brothers, the family, everybody was there. Last Christmas, we uh, head to the airport, and uh, I even family members turned up at the airport who I hadn't seen. Just to make seen. sure you went. <laughs> I think that's what it was. My Uncle Billy turned up, uh, Billy Orr. Now, uh, he was highly involved in an organisation. It was all about secret men's business. Oh, okay. Right? Secret uh, men's he, business. Yeah, you know. A lot of guys who work with Stone are also in uh, the yeah. Masons, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do it. Like, yeah. Let me say I don't have anything to do with these organisations no. But my family has a long history with that uh, in Scotland yeah. and, uh, so, A lot of people in Glasgow do, oh, one every, side or the other Exactly right? so yeah. not, And that so was but, carried over here to Australia yeah, as well It was, it's everywhere, yeah. you know, that's fine So that's what you're into, as long as you keep it to yourself and don't cause trouble Yeah, that's right So, anyway, he turns up at the airport and I hadn't seen him in maybe... 20 years, yep. you know. But he knew I was... This is the funny thing about all the secret organisations. <laughs> they know. He knew. They know. He knew I was leaving. He knew what flight I was on. Oh, <laughs> you know, oh no. He knew my seat number. 
<laughs> anyway, Uncle Billy said cheerio. And off we went to Australia. It was, uh, I think, um, my wife will kill me because I'm no good with dates. But anyway, it, we arrived in Australia, I think, on the 3rd of January. Yeah. And I think we left Scotland on the 24th of June. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like that anyway. Yeah, it felt like it took... Forever. I'm sure it did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You've experienced it. Oh, absolutely. So anyway, we'll get your story in a minute. Yeah. No, no. We're talking about me. is far less interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so we arrive in Australia and there's me, you know, we arrive. You know, I'll jumping back. I'm doing the Billy Connolly thing here. Yeah. Jumping back to the story That's earlier. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get through all the buttons eventually. Ticking, so. ticking the I'll go anywhere box. Yeah. I still came to Melbourne because once they give you the visa, the visa doesn't say where you have to go or where you have to enter the country. Right. So we just came here anyway. That's the stupid part about it. Right. So anyway, jumping forward, yeah. we arrive in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> January 3rd. <laughs> yeah. So that would be 1984. Four, was it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, either four or five. Catherine all. Uh, Confirm all of this in, 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 in dispatches, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I'll get lashes. It's a lot of years when you think about it now. It's a lot now, of years. Enough, What's yeah. that, 36 years ago? 36 years. Oh, that is more than half your life. Yeah. Had I been transported for a crime, I'd probably be getting You'd be all right, yeah. my ticket home by now. Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I get, uh, uh, I get to the airport, Telemarine, uh, Everybody who lives here knows uh, January, very hot time of year. Yeah. You know. <laughs> straight, straight out there's of minus me, 10. There's me and the hand-knitted iron jumper, <laughs> 16 layers thick, <laughs> coming off the plane, you know. Uh, pale blue. Pale blue. <laughs> we actually, I think we left Scotland in one of the coldest winters they'd had in years, minus 12 to minus 14 degree temperatures yeah. when we left. <laughs> We got to Australia and it was 44 degrees. Yep. It would be in January. Yep. Yeah. The doors opened at Tullamarine Airport. I stepped into the oven <laughs> <laughs> that's known as Australia. And I've been here ever since and but, loving it. Yeah. Uh, it's now my home and, you know, my kids were born here. And But that's that's how I ended up coming. To, yeah, and 36 to, years later. 36 years later, I'm yeah. doing a podcast. That's, yeah. I, I, and I still <laughs> We're reminiscing. Like I just got off the boat. I think most people do, don't they? I do. I don't think Scottish people is. How did you... What made you come well, I, here? So, I mean, my, my, I came here through work. Right. Which was, and after, uh, I was, I guess, my industry, if you like, was... I started at the beginning of mobile telecommunications, right? So, okay. mobile phones, cell phones, whatever you want to call them. Mm. And ended up working a lot in Europe and America and the Middle East. Mm -mm. And so, so I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> Not everywhere. Uh, but, but that was, you you'd do, as a, as a short-term contractor, because yeah. they'd build a network, and then and all then the same people would move to the next country, basically, and build their network. Right, okay. You know, so... It'd be interesting, though. I mean, it's always it oh, look, a bleeding edge. I have for a ball, know? you know. And, yeah. so, and some people, a lot of people can't quite cope with that moving... You know, the living out a suitcase uh, kind of thing. And we used to see a lot of people, because like 30, 40 guys, and there was a lot of Brits then were building the networks. Right. You know, you, you, half of the crews that would turn up would be British, right? Scottish, okay. English, whatever. Uh, um, 
But yeah, within like a week or two, you'd see a couple of guys that just fall off and go, can't do it, need to go home. Yeah. You know, I loved it. Yeah. I, I absolutely loved it. You know, yeah. like my life was quite comfortable with one suitcase and going, where are we going next? Yeah. Right, you're off to Barcelona, right? right. Okay, cool. Mm. You know, where are you next? Well, you're off to Holland. Um, but in, in I, fact, in 2000 and... What age would you have been then? I started... Oh, when did mobile start? Around about 93, 94. They weren't really mobile then, though. Well, Come they, on. they had they the, the size yeah, of <laughs> they had the, the, the standard the size brick. of a standard briefcase. Well, that's, that was the <laughs> that suitcase. Was that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, this was the 93, 94 when they started digital mobile phones, so right. what we now call GSM. Mm. Right? Or we don't call it now; we call it 5G. But yeah. original 1G. Right. You know, so that, that was 93, 94. I worked in the UK. Um, 97, I think, or 96, the first time I went overseas and I went to Slovakia, right. right, which had just turned from being under the rule of, well, communism, I suppose. Yeah. Well, certainly Eastern Bloc, whether that yeah. was communism. Um, so I, I, again, I instantly loved that. And then spent the next sort of years, 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 right up to, um, 99 or 2000, uh, I'd been in Saudi Arabia for a year. Right. And then when I came back from there, I thought, I've had enough. I, I just, the traveling and, and just being in different places, I thought, that's it. How, how, it's an important question here. Yep. Are you ready? Go on. How did you survive in <laughs> Saudi Arabia when they have no drinking? Well, <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, Saudi Arabia supermarkets yep. have the, the biggest aisle that they have. Is booze. Is non-alcoholic. All right. Booze. So yeah, every type of... You know, there's there's non-alcoholic Budweiser sponsors. Um, oh, we don't think, want oh, non-alcoholic Budweiser, thank no, you. No, exactly. Not you can stick ones. that right up your bottom. <laughs> yeah, so very clever people in uh, Saudi would uh, buy up these crates and crates of this non-alcoholic stuff, chuck it in a vat, do their little chemistry experiment, and, and you'd end up with stuff that would either get you pissed or make you blind. And if ah. you're lucky, you just got pissed. So that's why they call you One-Eye Mitchell. That's it. Yes. <laughs> That's when the microphone's facing the wrong way. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, we've actually been talking to the back of Neil's head. Yeah. I haven't told him yet. <laughs> yeah, so like, I'll fast forward this because we're supposed to be talking about Australia. Ah. But I had a couple of years off and then I got an offer to go to America. went there, New Orleans, right? Right. And I was there for about three months and left two weeks before Katrina. Right. Hit. Yeah. So okay. Lucky Mitchell, they call me. Yeah. You know. Lucky one-eyed Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> So again, I went back to the UK and I'd had a bit of a life change as well. Um, and I thought, right, that's it. And then I was in bed one night, midnight it was, just before midnight, phone rang. Oh, blah, 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 um, from some recruitment agency. Then all the jobs were through these specialist telecom agencies. Right, okay. Uh, do you want to go to Australia? And I went, uh, oh. Okay, one more, just yeah. one more. <laughs> Australia, I haven't been to. And three days later, I was on a plane. Right. Yeah. That's, that's it, was, it was probably that wee lassie for the embassy that I Probably. Yeah, was. Just tick the, uh, <laughs> tick the I'll go anywhere box. <laughs> anywhere. Australia. Yes. No, well, I, I did get the choice um, of the main cities being Sydney, Queen, uh, Brisbane, Melbourne, yep. Perth. Mm. Don't think Tasmania was on the on the offer, and I don't think Northern Territory. So Tasmania, so, main city. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Tasmanian friends. Yes, beautiful uh. place for the weekend. 
<laughs> and back to civilization. Queensland, yeah. beautiful one day, I'm not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I did the, the research and I think we just got internet. No, we hadn't just got internet. This is 2006. Right. Um, yeah, May. I remember my day. I, I arrived May the 5th. Okay. So I've just ticked over 14 years. Right. Um, and yeah, did a bit of research around, you know, the different cities. And Melbourne really did stand out for me. And some of the forums, you can get that information. And I like the fact that it got cold every now and again, you uh, know, all the time. And Saudi Arabia after 12 months, oh, 40, 45 every day. Every you know? day. Yeah, and it's relentless. Just, enough, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that, that was me, 2006, in Melbourne, supposed to be here on a six-month contract. Right. And I've never left. Okay. And, I, and I knew... And did the government know you're still here? No idea. They have no, no idea. idea. Yeah. Right. So for yeah. the Shh. purpose of this podcast, my name is Meal, right? Meal Dovanovich. Yeah, Meal <laughs> Snitchell or something like that. They'll never guess. Yeah. But I knew within like two or three weeks, like I'd had a bit of a life change back in the UK anyway, which allowed me to be mm. free almost. Um, but yeah, within two or three weeks, um, we, we, we went to Sydney, uh, Sydney, St Kilda, which is one of the happening places in Melbourne. Totally yeah. by chance. If we'd have gone to Preston, I'd have probably yeah. never stayed. You know, but St Kilda on the beach, big nightlife, all the sports, all music. Right. See, well, that was where we differed because I went to Sunshine. There you go. You know, yep. St Albans. Now, back then, Sunshine was like... Oh, that was be- that's a beach place. I know it's got, a, it's got a little bit of a bad rap for some yeah, places. Like, yeah, we thought, but it was just a suburb in the middle of nowhere, yeah. and miles from nowhere, uh, nowhere near built up the way it is. Well, now. they wouldn't have the infrastructure in '84. You know, there was no now. music, yeah. there was no pubs, there was no clubs. There was a soccer club, and uh, the Freddie Knox, the guy I was talking about, yep. uh, who we came and stayed with him. That was the first place I stayed. So, so were you on your own? You just arrived. You just arrived. Bang! I'm in St Kilda. Yep. You know, turn up for work the next day. Wow. Gone. Mm. Yeah. That was myself and my, my great mate, Quincy, who right. might be listening to this, a Glasgow boy. Um, <laughs> Is he, did he go home? Yeah. Right. Yeah. He yeah. stayed, I think he stayed for about a year right. and then he yeah. went back. He, he, he went down to Adelaide for a bit. I stayed in Melbourne. I see, that's what did it. I Adelaide. Reckon, I reckon. You know. Could be actually. Sleepy yeah. little Adelaide. Yeah. I you don't know. mind Adelaide. I was down there recently, just before COVID. Um, yeah, I don't mind Adelaide. I've got a lot of friends in Adelaide, you know, but uh, I do find that... Um, a country town it, rather what than it is, isn't it? It is yeah. what they say it is, especially mm. if you live in Melbourne. You know? But it, that was also common for when you'd moved to one country to the next for a, for a job, you'd know at least half a dozen people when you got there. You know? so, but we, me and Quincy, we, we've been to a few places together. New Orleans Quincy we went to. Quincy and I. Quincy and I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It, it's going to be an elocution. Elo- <laughs> <laughs> it's an inclusion list. <laughs> Hang on, oh. let me get another drink of this wine. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Yes, no, we turned up together, booked a you know a couple of hotel rooms. Mm. That's kind of what you did. Book yourself in for a, a week or two, and then find something that's a bit more, you know, either rent a place or yeah. for six months, yeah, and do all that. So yeah, here we were, and then within a couple of weeks, this is this you is me. This, mm. I'm definitely staying here, mm. you know, and and the process was wasn't much different. It was after I'd been here. Four years. Um, so I've got the sniffles. Um, I'd he been doesn't here. have the virus. It's no, hay it's fever. not the virus. That's why he it told me. Fever, actually. It's hay yeah. fever, Willie. Know. You know, as blood <laughs> dripped from his eyes. I know. <laughs> I'm just going to scratch my nose. <laughs> you can't see this. 
<laughs> not much point in that. Um, yeah, so that, that was uh, that was uh, how I got here, and mm. it was probably four, at least three or four years I'd been here because I was you're, you're automatically then sponsored as part of the you're, you're essentially being sponsored to come here, right? So that's that's why. Because they want your expertise, they want... Yeah, so there's a visa that gives you four years, I think it is, and then that was extended, so it was probably a bit more. Which after, and within sort of four years of being here, I got married. Right. um, To my wonderful, beautiful wife. Um, So when it... I'm glad you qualified that there. uh, I did, yes. And she is. She She is is indeed. Yep, Mrs. Mitch. She's a good one. Um, She's a keeper. So there was two... Yes, yes, and I did. That was 2000 and... Yeah. Did anyway, you get married in a kilt? I did, of course I did. Did you? Yes. Yes. yes I, can I did. See it, now. it was a very Scottish wedding, actually. Right. We had. Was it? Yep. It was. Uh, there wasn't much food and there was lots of alcohol. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and somewhere along the day, you said, "I do." Yes. Yeah, okay. I suppose so. <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> I still have nightmares about paying for that bar bill to this day. Oh, do you? Because so many people in St Kilda that are from the UK, and I, I know more Scottish people now, so I was saying about travelling around Europe, um, I, I do know more Scottish people here um, than I'd probably lived around for 12 more years. Right. You know, so my accent actually came back a bit coming okay, here. Yeah. That's true. All right. Yeah, because in Europe, as much as there'd be a lot of Brits there, you'd be dealing with a lot of Swedish people if you're working for Ericsson or, you know, people from Finland if you're working on Nokia. Yep. Uh, or you're working in Holland, Spain, blah, blah, blah. You lose that kind of edge to your accent. Wow, you have to, to make yourself understood. No, that you know? was it, yeah. I mean, there are thousands of people, th- tens of thousands listening to this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We know it's going to be a huge oh, success. It's massive. Who are saying, <laughs> what the fuck are they saying? <laughs> now, every now again, I'm going to drop the F-bomb. Mm. Uh, so if you're easily offended... <laughs> <you> can... <laughs> I've got a button. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> this might not end up being a podcast for you, but no, we, that's want, okay. we want to be ourselves. Correct. And, you know. Well, that's the idea. But we're, uh, and uh, who knows if this being episode one. Is this um, episode one? It is episode I, one. I feel as if we've been talking for more than an episode. Yes. No, no, it's, no, but it's, it's good. It's, it's good. Well, the idea was to get, uh, and we think, look, the idea for the podcast is going gonna, is gonna to change. You know, well, it'll it'll find evolve. Way, you know, so. you know, and we we hope people follow it and and get involved. And maybe you could send us in questions. You could <laughs> send us in, uh, you know, suggestions for subjects we could talk about. Maybe we'll ignore them. Yeah, completely. But, yeah, yep. completely. Because we do them. research all, all week for this. All week, you know. Yep. Uh, no, we do want people to get a bit involved around here. And like yeah, I say, it's a, it, maybe in the future shape. we can even take a phone call or two. Oh, well, we can. We've got the setup for it. We have We have the technology. We do. Because Sponsored Neil by Road. What's for a telecommunications company. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and it's know. taken us three weeks to get this bloody thing to work. That's right, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you wouldn't believe the <laughs> So that Honestly, well, we've set this up about three times, yeah. you know. And we, c- how do you make the microphone work? I'm in the music industry, yeah. Neil's in the communications <laughs> industry. He's also a muser too. He has been a, a very successful singer-songwriter oh. for about four minutes. I was going to say, uh, success is measured in varying quantities. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this morning it seems to be working. 
It is so working. Well, well I can done see you. we're recording, and there you go. Yeah. Well, there's green, there's green lights flashing up and down. There's a red record button. Yep. Which was green before he pressed it. So we're yep. assuming <laughs> red means it's doing it, and green doesn't mean go. That's right. You know, in the audio world, it's all reversed to traffic lights. Sometimes I get confused, Neil, <laughs> driving down the street. Is that record or pause? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or go for it. <laughs> Red, it's go for it. Yes. Or hook turns is something we can talk about in the future. Hook turns, yeah. Hook. That's that's a uniquely Melbourne it is. Uh, traffic thing. But yeah, we'll, we'll get on to that. Anyway. We will. Yeah, look, well, that's, that's the journey in it. It's, it's probably, uh, it might not seem brief to other people, yeah. but there's a, there's a lot of stories around the journey. There are. You know, as, as we said earlier, so I, I play music, I play in a band. You know, uh, Claymore, we've, we've been around for a long time. I actually started Claymore yep. in Glasgow in 1976. That was a long time ago now. <laughs> 1976. I can't believe it. Really? That's that, that. Yes, it is. 44 years. Started, I mean... Shouldn't have had the wine. Yeah. Hang on. 44. I mean, yeah, it's going to be. My musical tastes really very different. You know, I, I go from... Like full-on progressive rock, like Yes and Genesis and, you know, <laughs> through to uh, classical to to folk music. And I always had a yep. a real connection to Scottish... What's the t-shirt? Oh, it's a Celtic t-shirt today. It's a Celtic yes. t-shirt today with a, yep. a crow on the front of it. Yeah. And I do know that's right because uh, I've seen Claymore many, many times. Mm. And uh, you, you can be defined by your T-shirts at times. It's either Sometimes, a Rush yeah. T-shirt or a Simple Minds T-shirt. Um, or a Celtic or, or symbol. Or Mozart <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> but, so that, I, I guess that's influenced uh, uh, what I like. But, I mean, I've always been uh, strong on the, the, uh, the Celtic side. That's probably my first love, yeah. you know. And the bands that I grew up listening to were like the Corries, you yep. know, the Tannehill Weavers, you know, you know, a few Irish bands as well, you know. And uh, it was stuff like Clanad and all, a bit later on, you know. So um, I guess that influenced what I wanted to do with music. So I started Band 76 in Glasgow as a dare. <laughs> a dare. A dare. <laughs> I was at I was at college. Studying. That was the days before karaoke. That's right. <laughs> so we were at college. I was doing my pre- I started my apprenticeship as an electrician, and I went to college to do electrical studies, and then later on I took it into electronics. And you, that's you another. Went, you went to college to do <sighs> electrical studies. <laughs> electrical <laughs> studies, and ended up a junkie. But. <laughs> Didn't he? Uh, <laughs> no, I might have experimented, but anyway, I never inhaled. Exactly, you know, that's right. Because <laughs> it's hard not that to, I can remember. It's anyway. hard to suck it out the end of a needle. No, <laughs> uh, we, we diverse. We do. That's another episode. Anyway, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a uh, Billy Conley one, isn't it? Uh, so, uh, so never uh, to tell me that I haven't got long ago. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to be there with a shot of heroin and the, the sheep with, my, with wellies on it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so uh, um, uh, then we were at college. Uh, me, my f- all the guys in the class, you know, we all got on really well. Um, but there was one guy in particular I was uh, really mates with, uh, Richard Gibbons. Yep. And uh, so, and we were, we, I, I don't know, we were kind of the two nerds of the class. We, 
because we were good at maths, we were good at all, all the stuff you needed to be good at to go a wee bit further than just studying the electrical stuff. So yeah. uh, we went on to do electronics and I went into computers and all that yeah. sort of stuff. But back then, um, so for a joke, the guy, every year we went, we were at Barmulloch College in Glasgow. <laughs> I'm not going to attempt that. I'm on my second wine now. Barmulloch College. <laughs> You have to roll your R's. Yeah. <laughs> your hook uh, your CHs. Hook your Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> and we uh, every year we would put on a Christmas show for all the old age pensioners and uh, you know anybody who lived near the college, you know, yeah. could come in. Uh, you know, the tickets were free if you couldn't afford them. If you could buy a ticket, it was ten shillings or whatever it was back then. Probably wasn't the ten shillings. I was just going to say, I think my first wage was two pounds four shillings. <laughs> I don't remember yeah, shillings. So it was six months worth of wages and <laughs> starving wains if you wanted to come to the Christmas show. Yeah. And somebody put her name down on the volunteer list for a laugh, like because they would put this list around the college. Can you do anything for our Christmas show? You know, yeah. can you perform? Can you? Uh, Work the sound desk, can you do the lights, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I, all, the, all the college uh, guys and gals would um, volunteer. So anyway, somebody put down uh, Willie Hutton and Richard Gibbons, uh, folk singers. <laughs> without your knowledge. Without our knowledge. Folk singers, you know. So anyway, we're sitting in class one day, I think we're electrical principles, I remember it. And we had this teacher, I can't remember the, the lecturer's name, but he was one of those guys. All you had to do was talk about his favourite subject and he would go off oh, yes. we off had subject them. and you could sit there and laugh and joke for the whole lecture yes. and learn nothing. And his was golf. He, yeah. was, he was a mad keen golfer. He was, he was shit, but he was <laughs> keen as mustard. So one of the boys would just say, you know, talk about a par four or a you know, a hole in one, and that was how he was off, and we could all just relax and put the books away and talk about golf. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we're in his lecture. I digress. And, and in comes, you know, the, the, the volunteer committee members, you know. <laughs> uh, we're looking for uh, uh, William Hutton and Richard Gibbons. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, what have we done there? You put your names down on the list for the Christmas concert, and we're just, uh, you know, we're letting you know there's a meeting at lunchtime. You know, and we're going, the Christmas concert? What's that? <laughs> Everybody's laughing. Ho, ho, ho. Look at them, fools. So Richard and I look at you, say, what have, you, what have, they, what have we put ourselves down as? And he says, oh, you're down as folk singers. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus. So Christ. we said, there's my street cred gone again. It, uh, folk singers, you know, I've got the jumper. Yeah. You know, I came to Australia, innit? <laughs> the big white iron jumper. Yeah, and then it melted. Melted. <laughs> And uh, so we said, right, okay, we're in. So had you play? I mean, I'd never sang, right. played an really? instrument, done anything like that in my life. <laughs> Neither had Richard, but Richard did have a guitar and he knew three chords. Yep, that'll do. That'll do. Pink Floyd do everything. They <laughs> pretty much they play in three or four chords, and it's the way they do it, though. I was going to say, Damn. yeah, <laughs> it's the hundred thousand people that are watching them that really count. That yeah. makes it worthwhile, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's not Speed Bunny Boat they're playing either. <laughs> <laughs> I 
like a bird on the wing. Folk versions of Pink Floyd songs. Uh, so, mm. yeah, mm. There's something to work on. So There's a COVID idea, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I could have been doing that all this 12 weeks. Yeah. Thankfully, I didn't. No. Anyway, so we go, we go back to, uh, you know, Richard's place that night, you know, and uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, well, I just play. You actually said, uh, OK. Uh, yeah. yeah. So one of the groups we listened to a lot back then was the Corries. Yeah. When they were a duo, uh, uh, Roy Williamson and Ronnie Brown, yep. very, very famous uh, Scottish folk duo. Uh, and we really admired them, so we thought, well, we'll learn one or two Corey songs. We, 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 I mean, we asked them, how long do we have to do what, what you know, at the meeting, you know, and they says, oh, well, you know, th- maybe two, possibly three songs, you know. So we thought, we'll do a couple of Corey songs. And and, and they, we wanted one in them to be a, a Christmas song. Neil's crying. I know. He's so emotional here. <laughs> There's a tear running down his face. There is. We're reminiscent here. So <laughs> we are. <laughs> so then he said, you know, a couple of songs and maybe a Christmas one with a Christmas theme. So we did uh, John Lennon's uh, So This Is Christmas, you know. Oh, right. Hmm. Jeez. So anyway, I can, so I goes home and... T- to the family that night, and I, I'm just sitting talking to my dad. Now, my dad was an amazing man. He was a paramedic in Scotland when they first started, and, you know, a, a very clever uh, man. He liked to drink, like most Scottish men. <laughs> he was Scottish, right? <laughs> and I knew in my heart of hearts, when my dad had had a drink, I could get anything out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds evil and twisted. Well, hang on a second. There's a, there's a theme developing here. So you were manipulating teachers, uh, your yeah, father. Yeah. <laughs> it was me all along. And the, and, and the Christmas pantomime. And the Christmas pantomime, yeah. It wasn't a pantomime. Nobody well, was going, yeah. he's behind you. <laughs> Ooh. So, they say that in Glasgow, you run or you duck. Yeah, he's behind you. Has he got a knife? <laughs> so... I, I'd say to my dad, I've been uh, invited. Uh, I've been invited to perform at the at the college Chris, <laughs> Christmas panto. <laughs> oh, and he said, "Oh no, yeah, but <laughs> oh yes, I have." <laughs> Hang and on I a say, second. <laughs> we need a sound for that. That's a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was from the Aladdin part of my day, All so. right, okay. Right, I think we've done all the buttons now, so I can't. Great. Down. We'll just bring them in every now and again. Uh, <laughs> So I said to him, I need a guitar. You know, he says, but you don't play guitar. I says, no, but in six weeks' time, I will. Really? Said, yeah. Brave and he, call. Yeah, and he said, well, three chords, how hard could it be? <laughs> I taught <laughs> myself said, guitar, not after six weeks yeah, or three weeks. Yeah. And, well, so did I. I'm still on the same three frigging chords. Anyway, <laughs> it's happened with a career on three chords. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so I got... Uh, what did I do? My dad, he says, well, go and pick one. So we went into uh, Glasgow on the Saturday, found a guitar, and my dad came with me. He was buying for it. And uh, he said, uh, he asked the guy in the shop, is this a good one, you know? And the guy says, well, it's a good one to learn. It's not the best. He says, well, what's the best one you've got? And he says, oh, you know, he says, and he had a, a Martin, 
hanging on the <laughs> Go hanging dad. on the wall. I never says he fucking bought me it. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but he actually did. Ah, there you go. And uh, he said, no, we'll get him a good one if he's, you know, because he actually still had a wee drink in him. <laughs> <laughs> I was then he sobered up. And like, what? <laughs> so he bought me a, a almost £1,000 guitar. Wow. Mm. Yeah, well, Back then, yeah. that was uh, a big deal. So uh, I, I then felt obliged to, to use it more than once. <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> but we learned, uh, I learned three or four chords with Richard, yep. you know. We learned the songs, and we were the biggest hit. I, I'm not blowing my trumpet here. We were probably garbage, but <laughs> we were kind of funny. We, you yeah. know, we we sang the songs. We did "Flower of Scotland," which is the national anthem, so everybody sang Gets along. Into, yeah. I think we did the massacre of Glencoe, which <laughs> you know, a sad song about the Campbells massacring the McDonalds. <laughs> And, well, that's uh, a happy Scottish song, ha- right? Yeah, you know? well, we, we sing all the best. Uh, yeah, the best, the happiest happy Scottish songs are when they're getting murdered and exactly. <laughs> <laughs> losing battles. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Our love songs are, are to die for as well. You that's know? Right. Yeah, one of my favourites is Die Bitch Die. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, all you married men out there <laughs> can uh, relate to that one every now and again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's got me on the wine now as well. Yes, good man. Well done. <laughs> and uh, I do have uh, Neil's nuts on a plate here in front of me, so I'm having <laughs> yes. some of them too. We and we, we are socially distanced from my nuts, I can assure yeah, you. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> so that was it. Uh, we did more songs. It was a big hit. And the response... I just, it was like a drug to me. Right. I, so that, that was. That's what it was. That's where it was, uh, you know, picking up from the story. Yeah. And so that then did become a thing. Okay, this is where you and Richard then took it forward. Yeah, we. they said, what are you going to call yourselves? And we came up with the name Claymore. Oh, right. Straight off the Straight bat off Claymore. The bat, yeah. Oh, nice one. And uh, from there, we, we, we learned, you know, a whole pile of other songs. Yeah. You know, so we, we got enough for a set. More death and suffering from More Scottish de- people. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and the one thing we both had was front. So we would just go into pubs and clubs in Glasgow and say, you know, we are, we are the latest, uh, you know, big thing in Scottish folk music and you want us playing in your pub. So in the yep. Bass Street Hotel in Glasgow, put us on. And it just went from there. We, we played every Friday and Saturday night. We had a gig every week. Yeah. And we honed our skills. We got to four chords, you know. <laughs> that was 2004, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, kidding. It's fine. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it just went on from there. And then um, after a number of years of that, uh, 76, so, yeah, we did that for a good solid five or six years. Yeah. You know, and then um, we kind of... We never fell out or anything like that. We just went, I decided I was going to come to Australia and immigrate when my wife Catherine. Yeah. And and actually Richard, he, he found religion. He he became a born-again <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Don't laugh. No, no. There could be a lot of religious people out there <laughs> religiously listening yeah. to Doon Under. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> 
So, yeah, Richard, because uh, the girl that he met and fell in love with and married was, was a born-again Christian, so he, he went down that path. And now he lives in America. He lives in uh, Greenville. In, uh, I'm not sure what state it's in, but mm. probably in the moment a terrible state. Yeah, but anyway, quite possibly. Yeah. Uh, There'll so be he, a protest there, no doubt. There will be. Yeah. Uh, he, went, uh, he went there, and he's, he's uh, a pastor in a big church there, and... Yep. Doing his thing and fair so you play really to, put him off music. I then. really put him <laughs> off music for life, you know. So I'm going to go and try and save my soul here. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've got a hotline straight to him. If I'm yes. feel, if I push the envelope too far, I'm sure he'll be able to save me. You know, so no doubt. it'll be handy. Yeah, I miss him. You know, but we've kept in touch online, Facebook, you oh, know, yeah, uh, all that stuff now, and. Uh, so he went on to preach to his tens of thousands and still does. Yep. And I go on and, and preach to you mine. Found, I was going to say, and you found your own uh, yeah. so <laughs> congregation. I do, I do my own form of preaching from yeah. the stage as well. well. well that, so that then would fast forward to you getting to Australia then. So I guess the, you restarted Claymore here or did, did Claymore start again before, like with, you, with Richard moving, no. moving on? Or did it, it restart in Australia? It restarted in Australia. It was, right. There wasn't a huge gap, you know, yeah. uh, between it stopping and starting. Oh, again. you said 80. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. He, uh, I'm slipping off the chair. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> too many the, nuts. It's the wine and the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, no, we, uh, there wasn't a huge gap between, and I came out here and... Uh, Another guy who was an apprentice electrician at the same time, Les Dugan, he was at the college with us, and he worked with the same company I worked with in Glasgow to sell yeah. my pen. He also emigrated to Australia. Like He arrived one day before us in Melbourne. So There you go. Yep. And him and I... Similar uh, to my story. Whenever yeah. you turn up, there'll be a Scotsman be a Sc- pretty close by. Absolutely. Yep. So... Uh, him and I were, were good mates as well, really good mates. And, you know, we tried to get him into the folk music scene. But he was more interested in, uh, like, the progressive rock scene, like Genesis and yeah. Yes and all that. And he was a drummer, you know. So he was of low intelligence <laughs> to start with. <laughs> Sorry, drummer friends. That's, that's a wee drummer joke. <laughs> I haven't got the... Uh, ch- <laughs> bo- boom, should t- get that, yeah. <laughs> we can have that one. <laughs> <laughs> Two drums and a cymbal fall off a cliff. Boom! Oh, now we're working with the, the gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, when when we went, when we got out here, we met up with Les. He was in Melbourne, and I started. We started Claymore together again. Yeah. You know, because he he could play guitar, and and that's really when it, it took off in a big way for me. But you know, here and because we were unique. There wasn't a lot of really Scottish folk bands here in Australia, you know. There, yeah. There was a folk music scene. There would, scene, there would have been the trads. Music. There yeah, would have been a lot, lot in the trad scene, yeah. But most of them were Aussies playing Scottish folk music and Irish folk music, which, uh, and brilliantly, may I add, but we had that wee extra thing of, with of the past. Actually being, and yeah. Actually being Scottish. Yeah. And, that and, sounds uh, terrible, actually being. Actually uh, get being. out of here, you bloody Aussies, hanging <laughs> around in your own country, pretending to be us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
We are just lowly scozies. Yeah, scozies. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, that was so, almost the name for the podcast, almost, yeah. but no one could ever spell it when I did the radio show called Scozzy. That's, that's, right, that's the reason yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. So, do under. Nobody do can get under. that wrong. No. <laughs> Except your phone when you're trying to type it. Yeah. <laughs> Don under. <laughs> Seen that last night. <laughs> Soon under. What? <laughs> Damn you, predictive text. Yeah. <laughs> you can't switch it off. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I didn't realise that Apple had secretly turned it on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I digress. Yeah, so <laughs> that's, that's... So we ended up here. Um, one night we were uh, sitting at home. Uh, it was Catherine, Les and I. And we found a little advert in the local newspaper for uh, auditions for acts for the Box Hill... Uh, folk club, right? <laughs> and we thought we could do that, you know. We'll do, we'll do, we're putting the band back together That's again. <laughs> and we turned up and had to audition. Yeah, I thought, well, what do you mean audition? You know? <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We turned up at the on on the on the open mic night or whatever it was they called it, and uh, Les and I got up and did two songs and. The guy actually asked us to do a set that night. No, really? Yeah. So he said, oh, do you want to hang around and you can have the paid set after the open mic? Right. He says, yeah, sure. And yeah, it was always a bit of a les. Was a, you know, I'm a tall, handsome, muscular Scottish person. Les was like a bowl of porridge with hair, you know. And uh, he's probably going to listen to this. <laughs> it was nice porridge, though. Yeah, <laughs> a bowl of porridge with hair. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But he, he was a wee short fella. I was a kind of taller, slimmer fella. And uh, one of our comic genius moments was we would set the mic stands up on stage. You know, a tall one, a short one. I'd go and stand at the Walk short the one, one. Well, and he'd, he'd go and stand at the tall one on a box. <laughs> And I'd stoop the whole friggin' night <laughs> singing into this poxy microphone. But yeah, and, and you know, we got, we ended up, a lot of people were starting to come to see us there. And it's we, a big scene though. It and was, in, yeah. in, the, in the sort of mid to late 80s, I guess, and probably yep. in the 90s as well, the Australian folk clubs. Oh, they were. Still, there's still great. plenty of them. I, I yeah. don't know how well they're doing. Hot Obviously drinks not at the moment, and raisin but... toast and all yeah. that sort of stuff, and <laughs> yeah. iron jumpers and <laughs> you know campfires. It was great. Yeah, and uh, mince we, and tatties. Mince, yeah. We did all the we did all the major places, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the uh, the Green Lantern and the <laughs> you know the uh, the Cranbourne Social, the yeah. Quiet Man. <laughs> yeah, no, they were the Quiet uh, Man. Mm. Yeah, they well, were. you still play there. Oh, the Green Man, the Green Man. The green man. Yeah, the green yeah. man and the green lantern. There was an awful lot of green involved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, Box Hill Folk Club, uh, which was, uh, it was in the basement of a church. Yeah. You know, and uh, it, we we did quite well. That uh, The local newspaper came along once and thought they were watching two Billy Connollys, you know, <laughs> a, like a tall one and a short porridgey one. Yeah. <laughs> Both stood at the wrong mic. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> and we got the, I like the that. That's a great nah, yeah, we got the center center page spread in the local newspaper photographs. You know, after this is it, we've made it, and then the lights were turned on. <laughs> anyway, I carried on with with Claymore. Yeah, 
And then uh, built it into... And built it into... What is now, my God, I think there's about 10 of you now, isn't there? It's, there is, uh, yeah. It's a bit bit different now from back then, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. Yeah, well maybe, well, maybe take the, the second part of Claymore up. And you know, for those who uh, are not aware, you can find out all about Claymore at claymore.org. Yeah. And I know that because you've got a brilliant website. I do. You definitely do. I'm doing my radio bit there. You see do, that? Yeah, see how see I did that there? Well, yeah, radio. how did you get into that? See, radio, so Neil, actually, uh, is the Australian uh, representative, director, I don't know, what was yes. it? Uh, of, well, of yes, of Blues and Roots Blues Radio. Blues and Roots Radio, the, fa- the fantastic people at Blues and Roots Radio are 100% responsible for what we're doing now and mm. what we've done in the past. Because uh, that was, uh, yeah, that's probably about seven or eight years ago. And and I have my own musical story that I won't bore anybody with, but I no, please, I did please, bore us. <laughs> I can hear the folks screaming. Yeah, yeah. I used to get on the stage on stage as a solo act and have the short microphone. It was nowhere as funny as a duo. <laughs> he just People looked go, incompetent. What's the guy <laughs> with the short mic did? Um, no, look, uh, and, I and maybe maybe this is another. Uh, another episode, we, mm. we could talk about it. But I had that midlife crisis, I suppose. It was because I got settled um, in Australia and I knew, you mm. know, this is the place and, and you know, and I'd got married, and yeah. w- which which I'd never, you know, in my 40s got married. I wasn't married before. Right. Um, and I thought, yeah, okay, I am kind of settled here. And now you're in your 60s. And now, <laughs> yeah, you? now I'm back in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I decided I'm... I always wanted to write songs and record an album. I'd written songs before. I was in a I was in a band in the UK mm. where would I'd written most of the the lyrics and the melodies for oh maybe enough for two sets. Right. Uh, it was nothing great. We were a bit of a rock band, if you like pop mm. rock. Um, but I, I, in coming to to here, had kind of realised the music that was taken off in Scotland, which was the resurgence of folk rock. Right. Right. And and with with its heritage in traditional folk music. Mm. So, so Run Rig coming Aye. through, mm-hmm. and then later uh, Wolfstone, and yeah. then ultimately Man Ran and Scary yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So I, I'd gotten into that and got this sort of sense of Scottishness that, mm. I, I don't know if people from other countries get that, but Scottish yeah. people get that, right? We never give it away. No. Yeah, we can't. No. It's just... It's just something, you, and you hear a song, and, it, and you go, oh, Jeez, I want to go. I, I want to go and pick I, a fight with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think every nation's like that. I, th- I think they I would mean, be. I can only represent. Scotland, oh, our right? Australian friends and family. You know, you, as soon as you're anywhere, and I come from a land down under, comes on the That's radio, it, they're, they're up all there. up singing. Yeah, you know, I've, it's, I've, I've been in the, the the is it the boomerang walkabout pub in Shepherd's Bush? Yeah, mm. that's where Australians decide to tell everyone they're really Australian. So yeah, yeah. That, look, I'm sure it is. But that, that's kind of what happened to me, and. For some reason, I, I just I thought, okay, they're going to be like modern folk type songs, storytelling songs about no. old Scotland, if you like. Not not directly. Kind of hard to describe it. Mm. I'm I'm doing this uh, without any preparation, as we are. Yeah. Um, but look, I, I did that, and and as part of, I recorded a couple of songs, and I never got to record. I recorded four in the end. Never got to the end of the album, okay? Because uh, I realised how crap it was, you know. But uh, no, no look, not it, true. It was, You've actually written some. <laughs> There's a couple of good nice songs, yeah. yeah. Two of two of the four are okay, right. uh, and and I, well, I actually fulfilled, but I fulfilled my dream of yeah. um, record being a recording artist in a studio with yeah. um, Tony Salter, who is a, a former EMI 
mm. producer. Yeah, he's brilliant. So the yeah. the experience, as much as um, I was, it was a bit daunting. The experience. I loved the fact that I did it. Uh-huh. You know, and this I'm. Um, kind of amazing quality came out of it. I mean, the music can be judged by other people, not for me to yeah. say, but the quality was incredible. Yeah. And so as part of that, I started sending these songs to different radio shows. Mm. Yeah. And through the advent of Facebook, which I'd kind of stayed away from all my life and, and I'm not on it now, mm. um, I started to find these uh, radio stations popping up around the world. Now, the obvious ones, the BBC and all that kind of stuff, but uh, you don't get you don't get played really as a first timer no, from you, the middle of nowhere. So uh, yeah, you could see um, people would say, "Oh, send your music to this person, send your music to that person." And one show um, that uh, played it was Stevie Connor's show, which at the time was called The Hoose, the Hoose and yeah. that was a it was a. Which uh, for those of you who don't understand Scottish, <laughs> the, the Hoose is the house. Yes, yeah, so it's a bit like <laughs> doing under, <laughs> <laughs> which would be down yeah. under. No, so and, and Stevie played um, the two songs that I'd done at the time, uh, and I, of course I was very grateful for that, and that led to getting played on more uh, other stations, you know, on community stations and, and in different countries, in America and uh, And don't get me wrong, I wasn't making a fortune in royalties out no. of this. But it was good. And I got to meet all these people and I got to mm. find out about bands like Man Ran and Scary Vores and um, stuff like that. So Stevie, uh, Stevie Connor, the host of The House, his show was on Blues and Rich Radio. Yeah. And they got the option... Um, to take over and actually buy Blues and Rich Radio itself, so the brand and right, yeah, you know, and I think there was only about five shows on it at the time. This was the very beginning of internet radio, and yeah, you know, th- this is really progressive for even eight years. Doesn't sound a long time. No, um, it's came on a long way. Oh, so you, if you look at it now, bluesandrichradio.com, because uh, the great people there um, deserve it, and they, and they have hundreds of thousands of interactions now. Absolutely, yeah, all sorts going But actually, one of the episodes. Um, we've already um, kind of set this up, but we're going to talk about more in-depth music, and we're going to talk to Stevie. I was going to say, so we'll maybe save, Stevie on one. Yeah, one. we'll do that, and because yeah. he can explain it a wee bit better. But look, I, I am digressing, and the reason that I got into that was when Stevie took it over, I brought it upon myself to record a half-hour show. Right. Right? Because I was listening to all these other shows that people were playing my music on, uh-huh. and thinking... Not, I can do that, or I can do yeah. it better. I thought, what about fun? And I get mm. to play the Paul McKenna band. I get to play Man Ran. I get yeah. to play all these songs that I've found. And Claymore. I did it. And it, and it was rubbish. <laughs> if you listened to it, I've still got a recording of it. It's, yeah. it's pretty funny. I was a bit Maybe excited. Maybe one day we'll play was it. A, I was a wee bit excited. We should play some snippets. Oh, we'll do that. On actually. the podcast, we will. you know. Yeah. And from within 10 minutes, and Stevie will, will uh, confirm this to be true, it, it was the week before, I think, Stevie and Anne bought and took over Blues and Rich Radio. And, of course, they'd had all these plans to expand the number of shows. Mm. And he said, take that down off of the bloody internet because mm. you're doing a show for us. Or, do you want right. to do a show for us? And I was like, my God, I'd love to do a show. Yeah. That's how it started. So right. That's true. And look, the, the Blues and Rich Radio story is, uh, is, a, is, a, is a long one, um, yeah. but it's, a, but it's, a, it's, it's been it's a massive success. Huge success. And if you're ever looking for an example of how to do... Uh, internet, digital, radio yes. uh, station, that is one 
to look at uh, and pioneers, see how it's done properly. Com- completely pioneers, because yeah. most, even, even internet-based means you are worldwide, but a lot of people only really promote locally or, mm. you know, within their own realm. Blues and Rich Radio completely uh, oh, is world, worldwide. They took it to the world. You yeah. know, and then yeah. I, I later became a sort of partner in, mm. in that and, and, and doing the, the sort of Australian side of things, which uh, it's, been, it's been a great success down here. Mm. You know, so for, they're best yeah. in Canada, yeah. um, but it really is, you know, from America and the UK and Ireland and Australia and yeah. Europe. Um, there so is no distance on the internet. No, you know there isn't. You know there isn't. But it's it's difficult. This, this podcast being proof, exactly know, because yeah. I know for a fact there's people in Guangzhou listening to this now. Yep, and saying, <laughs> "What's he saying?" <laughs> <laughs> These stupid Scottish people what, who live in Australia learn to speak properly. You know, it's what uh, is dun? Dun, <laughs> dun, dun the water. Yeah, you know. That's a very famous glass. You would always go... That, well, for instance, this is a long weekend here in Melbourne. I don't want to date the programme. You just did. I just did, <laughs> you know. But, uh, so a holiday weekend. We, we have them everywhere. And, and in Glasgow, it was always a tradition to go down the water, which was go down the Clyde, yep. you know, uh, to the seaside somewhere uh, on a holiday weekend. And, you know, maybe get the train. Some people took a boat. Some people, you know, were in handcuffs and chains. <laughs> and uh, off they went, doing the water. Doing the water. So, coming down under. Exactly. That's exactly what A long what time ago, you know. All you had to do was steal a loaf of bread. That's Young man, have we got a place for you? <laughs> You're off, down under, to the land of sunshine and promise. Yeah, as your punishment. <laughs> Which is yet to be built. <laughs> and that's your job. Correct. <laughs> and uh, here we are today. Oh, here we are. And yeah. the luckiest country in the world. Well, we are. And, uh, you know, without uh, turning back too much to COVID, but, um, mm. you know, like our, our numbers are so low. We're now talking about flights starting to and from New Zealand. Mm. Uh, bars, pubs, restaurants are starting to open. With 20 people, it's going to be 50 people yeah. at the end of the month. And, you know, I guess the, the longer ha- they'll term... They'll soon have three times a Claymore audience if they get to 50. Yeah, there, there you know. go. <laughs> right. Well, so, the, so that's the next thing is about COVID. So everything kind of came to a very sudden stop for all musicians. Right. Well, what, what a tragedy. In every way. Arts, it was overnight music, gone. Theatre. Yeah. Everything gone. Yeah. You know. And we're well, not excusing uh, any other industry. Everybody's no, no. suffering. It's but we're here to we talk know. about music. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so what was that? You guys would have had gigs lined up. Uh, we had a trip to Europe in August, organised. Um, yeah, another thing that I do is I actually work with a, uh, a festival in Europe, uh, the Festival Interceltic. Our festival, the biggest, uh, the biggest Celtic festival in, in the world. world. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just the seven hundred thousand people going through. Yeah, <laughs> and that's on a bad year. Yeah, exactly. Like last year, eight hundred and twenty thousand people was. came. Yeah. Almost a million people. So, so you guys played there last year? You played there last year, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and we've been there. We went there. Yeah, and Blues and Roots were there. Yeah, and you came. Uh, Stevie and Anne were there. From Canada. Yeah, 2016, I think that was. Yeah. Hmm. Long now. That was the year of Australia. It was. That's, uh, yeah, that's so how that there. works there, uh, Festival Inter-Celtic, uh, all the Celtic nations get a year 
So, you know, you've got your Scots, you've got your Irish, you've got your Welsh, you've got your Cornish, Isle of Man, you've got the, uh, the Bretons, which is where it's held in Brittany and France. Uh, you've got the Asturians, you know, from Spain. You've got the Galicians. Yeah. And now, nowadays, in the modern diaspora, yep. uh, what we call the world of the Celts, we've got Australia, New Zealand, and we've got Canada and America. Yep. And uh, so every uh, you know every year they pick a different country to highlight and 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 look at their. Uh, interaction and their type of Celtic culture because they're all similar but all quite different as well, mm. you know. So it's really interesting, but yeah, yeah. So, anyway, we're digressing again. That we do, yeah, we do. <laughs> this, this, I guess it's going to be a wee bit like that because we're kind of no, no, that's a, we there's a big from there's a big difference between having music breaks. So, from doing the show to doing this, a little bit different. So, yeah, yeah we're going to talk. People will find it interesting or they won't. See, yeah. see, Neil's got a fantastic voice for radio. <laughs> yeah. Because we'll not, be, we'll not be posting any pictures because I, <laughs> I for one, have got COVID here. <laughs> now, Mr. Hutton has always got COVID here because right, it's he always long, but it's always well kept. Mine is long, and, no, it's not long, but it's unkept. So I guess we're, we're going to have to have a web page or, a, or a, a Facebook page or something. I need to be a Facebook page and a Twitter well, account. We'll just, yeah, we'll do something. We'll, yeah. we'll have to, so as people can get in touch. Well, you know, it's so, find it away. We're, we're, look at. I in know, fact, it might already be there. I Oof. know. F- <laughs> well done. <laughs> if you go to doonunder.podbean.com, that's where the episodes are going to be uploaded and then get dis- uh, diasporaed to. Um, <laughs> uh, they're going to get sent out to iTunes and things like that. So, yeah. we'll, so we'll do that, and then we'll find out ways of promoting. The show, that's all right, because uh, you've, you've got hundreds of, thousands and thousands of people following Claymore, so we, yeah, can, well, ju- we'll, we'll, we can jump on that bandwagon. We'll jump on that bandwagon, uh, whether they want to hear me talking shite. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the herd. <laughs> <laughs> or part of the flock, <laughs> or, or just being the classic man that you are, Willie. Oh, we're back in Guangzhou. There you go. <laughs> like ah, <laughs> me no done. <laughs> now yeah. look, let's let's go go back to that uh, that that sort of COVID start, and then uh-huh. you know everybody basically getting. Wiped out for their gigs. For their and, uh, gigs, uh, and then what's uh, the point in releasing albums? What's the point in doing this? What's the well, there's always a point because everybody needs music. Everybody needs art. Everybody needs uh, tradition and culture in their life. I think you know, and uh, I'm going to force mine on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm saying. You know, I've been a big uh, promoter of. Uh, Pre- predominantly Celtic. Uh, yeah. More wine. <laughs> More. Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scottish uh, Celtic culture, I guess, in Australia. Uh, been lucky enough to be. Actually, I'm in. I'm in the National Archive of Australia now. I got. I got interviewed a while back yeah. to, uh, to be part of the Australian National Archive for all time. There you go. As, as a, so you're in the capsule. I'm in the capsule, you know, and in, in a few million years when we've wiped ourselves out and then few, someone else comes. A couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
And, you know, and people arrive from another planet and they dig up the capsule, they'll be going, oh, what's doing under? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Doing under? Who is this? Wally Hutton. What language is that? <laughs> yeah, doing under, yeah. It must be an ancient language of the gods. <laughs> <laughs> Willie and Neil doing under. That's the uh, yeah. that's the official that's name. Yeah, go. but yeah, we we shouldn't laugh. I mean, we need to and laugh. I, and no we do. That. <laughs> and it's not just the musicians and the artists. It's the it's the support team. It's the it's the sound guys. Oh, you get a headache when when you start stuff. adding on. It's oh. th- this whole COVID bloody horror is yeah. Y- your head falls off when you're yeah. trying. You know, you try and think. The knock-on effect. Yeah. It's endless. It exponentially just goes on and on and yeah. on, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's the restaurants and the, the pubs and the clubs that live music was a big part of getting their clientele into the venue. Yeah. You know? And they don't have that either. They might be able to open up and have 20 people. Well, it's food only. Right? You know? Or you can have a drink with food. You, with can't, food. you can't sit and hang out and no. drink beer, you know? No. That's, uh, you get one bowl of chips. Unless you know somebody. Well, yes, you always know somebody. So <laughs> that's not true. I. Uh, <laughs> uh, everybody should follow the rules. We're doing this for Correct. everybody, not just for ourselves. That's it. So be safe. Be safe. And if you can get away with it, don't yeah. tell anybody. Exactly. No, don't. You know. Don't. Well, um, we're lucky. We can joke about it here. We so. can. Uh, so, what do you see? That, well, firstly, what's what, what have you guys either been thinking about doing or have you done or what are you planning during this time? And more importantly, do you see the other side? Is, is the light at the end of the tunnel yet for live music or not? Look, I hope so. I mean, there's an awful lot of people getting online and doing something because you just, when when you're in the arts and you're in the music scene or the folk or, or the radio scene or the pod, you just have to have that outlet a creative to get it out genius. of your yeah to yeah. get it out of yourself you know and 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 talk to other people and it's how we live you know and yeah. it's, as i told you earlier it's a drug for me yeah you know well, and i'm in withdrawal <laughs> serious withdrawal you know yeah. I, i've actually i'm in such bad you guys withdrawal play the, you guys do play the big shows and yeah and to the big audiences and the festivals and mm. things like that so it's yeah we're it's, very lucky to yeah, I'm well, and rightfully so. Got to that. Yeah, but look stage. at the creative gene. This this podcast is 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 probably happened out of that as well. You know, one thing we've all had a. a I'm fair in bit such of time. withdrawal. I've came here and I'm talking to you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's do a podcast. Yes, let's do something. <laughs> let's do anything. Let's do anything. Let's do a podcast. And I'm going. I had to look it up. <laughs> what the fuck's a podcast? And what's it doing? <laughs> Uh, you know, and I, like, I've, I've I've mentioned it to a couple of mates. I say I'm thinking thinking of starting a podcast with my pal, you know, and and uh, and they're going, "Oh, what's it going to be about?" And I'm like, "It's going to be about drivel." <laughs> it's going no, to be like, about we, we, something. Some, sometimes we'll be serious. <laughs> not very often. No, not very often. Sometimes we'll just it's just like we're just going to sit and chat. And again, that's why I said it would be nice to get some feedback for maybe future. Future yeah, chats from people. Yeah. What what they like to hear us talk about. What they want to know our opinion on. Yeah, well, look, I think it was a. It's episode one, so we're we're getting out, uh, and not many people know me, and a lot more people know Willie. So it's a little bit of an introduction, and 
you know, and a bit of background into yeah. Claymore and how things go. Go on, I mean, go give forward. us a sample of your best radio voice. Then, no. Come on, <laughs> no you chance. know what you can do. Hi, this is Neil Mitchell, and I'm sitting in my lounge room <laughs> talking. <laughs> talking key. <laughs> Blowing up my bagpipe sack. <laughs> Hopefully you, we can get a few guests in now and again as well. Well, look, that's, I think that's the, the, the road that we we can follow. And mm. we'll, we'll get some subjects. And, you know, there's a, it's an interesting time for music. And I'd, I'd like to cover the progress of music and musicians mm. back to whatever the new normal is. Yeah. You know? So you've got your ear to the ground, obviously. And you've, you've also got your um, fingers in a few pies around that area. Yeah. No, so I, we'll, I, we'll lean on your expertise around that i've been contacting ah. venues and you know and saying you know when do you think we should start looking at tentatively booking things and that you know and, that, and we're all in the same boat nobody knows you don't want to go through all the process of starting to sell tickets to something and then the mm. the government's going to turn around and say look now we've got another spike everything's cancelled again yeah it, it's just the big unknown at the moment you know when do we start? When do we? I mean, for instance, this weekend would have been the National Celtic Festival yes. in Port Arlington, you know. So there'd be fifteen thousand people heading down to Port Arlington, little beautiful little seaside town in the Bellarine Peninsula here in Victoria. And so over the weekend, I've been in, uh, you know, online. People from all over the world have been sending videos to the festival. You know, local artists, we've all been doing our own wee bit to try and keep it in everybody's mind. And also, yep. it's the township of Port Arlington. They've missed out on a huge swathe of income oh. that the festival brings, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the last festival we did was Port Ferry. You were there. It was. And that was, that was like the weekend before the clamp down. What was it? You know, and... There was, I don't know, 20-odd thousand people at Port Ferry, and then... Plus two, the 50,000 or yeah. 100,000 that go through the they town go, that yep. weekend. And yep. they all spend millions of dollars. That's a $30 million festival. Yeah. Yeah, $30 million. Yeah, so, and all of a sudden, you know, the festival finished on the Monday, and on the Wednesday there was an announcement. That uh, was it. That there was, was no that more was live music. Yep, we and, just made uh, it. I had tickets to go and see Mid-Year <laughs> on the Friday night. <laughs> so I'm like... Because Mitch had come out from Glasgow, he was doing the Ultravox tour, you know yeah. what I mean? And yep. uh, So I contacted the venue and says, is it actually going to be on? You know, because it wasn't totally clamped down. They were saying, oh, we're looking at shutting everything down and cancelling yeah. things. And they actually allowed the concert to go ahead. But there was a fair bit of social distancing. There was... Ten times the security there normally would be, which would have really? cost them a fortune. Yeah. There was hand sanitizer everywhere when you could buy it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> hand sanitizer. I've yeah. just been pissing on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody told me it works. You know? It's, it's almost pure malt scotch. Yeah. <laughs> 80 proof. 80 proof, yeah. As long as you're over 60 proof alcohol. I'm pickled. I'm never getting COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an idea. <laughs> squeaky clean. It's squeaky clean. So you said you had used all the buttons. I thought I, was a, I just yeah, didn't notice that. that. That's that the last in, one. That was the last one. I threw so, the burp in there. I didn't I want think, the burp in there. But. Uh, look, I think we should go through them all one by one right <laughs> now. Well, one's the intro. And we've got the gong. And then we've got the right answer. 
and we got the wrong answer. <laughs> Which, that can count for anything, couldn't it? Could, it could, yeah. No, I've we'll got my glasses on, we got the boing, <laughs> and we got the belch. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. yeah, we'll get rid of that one. Yeah. Self-explanatory. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Upon a hill, there stood a coup. coup. It must have moved. It's no there now. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> there you uh, go. That's my best poetry. Is it? Yeah. 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 So maybe we should do an episode on poetry. No. <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly not. <laughs> a, my only other one is upon a hill there's still a ducat. No, they're new because somebody took it. <laughs> <laughs> no, a ducat for those of you who don't yeah. know. We're going to use a lot of Scottish words in the podcast. We'll try. Yeah, yeah we'll not, try. And not all the F words. No, and not only just swear words. <laughs> a ducat is a place where a Pigeon fancier in Glasgow would keep his pigeons. So we call them do's in Glasgow, or in Scotland, I guess, yep. do's, is a pigeon. I don't know where it came from. I'll need to look that up. Where... <laughs> so, hence, you would keep your do's in a ducat. You, would, you don't keep your pigeons in a nidgen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, I've learned something today. I oh, really yeah. have. It's, it's, uh, we, we intend this to be an educational podcast. Yes, definitely. But uh, don't maybe ne- on maybe this. next episode we'll start <laughs> <laughs> being educators. Yeah, oh, we will. Oh, like I say, one of the one of the things is to we'll we'll try and put some kind of perspective around the return to live music because the the online concert slash live shows slash donate got diluted very quickly. Now, I'm happy to cop some flack for that, but I think it did. Mm. And my in conversations with other people, um, I was trying to find out, so what are people doing that's innovative in this time? Because it's very difficult to be that. It is. And if everybody just jumps online on Facebook and has this a lot of them very poor quality yeah. broadcasts. They're getting better at it. Yeah, but also a lot of them are very overproduced and you can tell that, that they're, they're calling it live and it's not yeah. live, yeah. you know. And I, I understand that, being a musician, and being a singer in particular, you know, I don't want that, <laughs> no, you know, in the middle of the song that sometimes happens. And in a live situation or a pub or in a big concert hall where there's, you know, thousands of people watching. You've got a sound engineer and he's riding the effects knobs and all the rest of it. Yeah. You hardly see it. You hardly notice it. And people expect it as part of live. But when you're online and you're, you know, you're sitting, it stands out like dog's yeah. balls. You know, yeah. it really does. Yeah. So people are avoiding doing that by overproducing them, pre-recording them. You know, and I'm not criticising anyway. I've got a lot of mates doing it and fair play to them. Yeah. You know. But don't call it live when it is near live. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't, I, I'd probably take... It's not set up for you and I to disagree on anything, no. but um, if you can't do it, like you wouldn't accept a poor sound quality during your rehearsal, you'd fix it. You right? would. Before yeah. you did the show. Mm. So... I don't think it serves a great purpose to go live if it's not going to be great quality or yeah. good quality even. You yeah. know? Just for the sake of doing it, you know? Yeah. I don't know, it's, a, it's a tough one. That's a question. It's, it's a not, hard, it's, that's it's a, a question. Criticism. It's, it's a bit of a criticism and a question where, you know, what, what maybe over the coming sort of weeks that we can 
sort of say, okay, this is what people are suddenly doing, yeah. which is really clever and new. Yeah. And and if some people can take those ideas, that's. Uh, and also, we are listening at we are listening to them and looking at them with different eyes to other people, people who are not in the music business and wouldn't even. I mean, th- thank God they don't notice the mistakes because I make them yeah. all the time. <laughs> It wouldn't be the first time I've stood on stage surrounded by the brilliant musicians I've got in Claymore. <laughs> yes, you do. You know, and they save my ass every gig. <laughs> I sing the wrong verse. I go to the bridge when it's the chorus. I, you know, I'm, nobody notices, and n- hopefully nobody notices except the band when they all turn around and give me the daggers. <laughs> Then we all notice. <laughs> Everybody notices. <laughs> and usually you can notice it on my face. Yeah. Because I either burst out laughing or, you know, swear to myself, you know, what have I just done? You know, you know. And as you said, we're in a very lucky position to sometimes play to tens of thousands of people. Yeah. And to stand up there and stuff it up. <laughs> Which I've done many times, you know. But I have to say, more times, more more often or not, we get it right. Yeah, and that's why people keep coming back to see us, I suppose. But correct, yeah. You know, you're you're, you're in a very visual band as well. Yeah. Not only you with the for those that don't know, Willie's got the long hair, and uh, you know, we'll the, put some photos up on. Yeah, the, we'll put some photos up for sure. Yeah. But um, now look, that's uh, maybe maybe we can cover. Well, we will cover more stuff around. You know, mm. Claymore for sure. Yeah, look, but we'll, we don't we'll want to make it about Claymore, and we don't want to make it about Neil Mitchell. No, it's more about Willie Hutton. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's what? <laughs> I, oh, haven't you told you that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is a no. Look, we, we will. We'll spend uh, a bit on one of the future episodes uh, about the catch up on the Claymore story. Yeah. Uh, look, the other thing, your health. Outside well. of uh, being corona-free, yeah, I'm all good. Uh, for the uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say, but a, a few months ago, actually, I had a heart attack. You did, and I almost left the planet. <laughs> so uh, I'm very. Sure, I don't know why I laughed there. <laughs> I know why you laughed, okay. <laughs> and you'll keep. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was very lucky. Uh, I gave my wife and children. The fright of their lives. Um, probably gave myself. I was going to say yourself probably more a bit of a fright. Immediately, you uh, were driving, right? Do you, do you want to I talk about dri- this or not? Yeah, I don't mind. I was, yeah. I was driving. Uh, uh, I was picking up my son from the local train station because there was rail works going on, and you know they were stopping the trains th- three stations from home. Yeah. So it was a fair. Fair trip for him to try and get a bus and all that. And it was like nine o'clock at night. And I thought, yeah, I'll go and pick him up. Being the kind, uh, warm and welcoming father that I am. <laughs> what a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so I put my slippers on and jumped in the vehicle. And I thought, I actually, I thought I had indigestion. Yeah. You know, like a lot of. It's classic, isn't it? It's a classic uh, symptom. Uh, actually, now looking back, I believed I had been ignoring the indigestion all weekend. Yeah. Th- and actually taking indigestion 
medicine thinking, oh, I've got really bad. That's it. I'll just chew 300 Rennies, I'll be That's fine. That's it. And I'll, I'll yeah. skull and, you know, Gaviscon straight yeah. at the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bottle out beside the bed. I'm going, geez, what did I eat? You know? And uh, anyway, so I jumped in the car and I'm just driving, driving uh, to the train station. And I thought, this is the worst indigestion I've ever felt in my life. It, I couldn't even concentrate on it, so I actually I pulled over and parked yeah. in the local supermarket car park for a few minutes and got out of the car and stood up, and after a couple of minutes, it, it went away, it subsided. Jumped back in the car, got to the station. My son jumped in, and he said, I took a look at my usual greeting, how are you going, how was your day at work, and all that. And then he said to me, you, you, how are you going? You don't look very well. <laughs> and I says, oh, I've got bad indigestion, you know, but it's, it seems to have subsided. And I never told him, but as we were driving back, it was getting worse again. And I thought, oh, right. And then I actually thought to myself, this isn't indigestion. This is something other than that. So we got to the house. Uh, I went in the door. I was in the house maybe two minutes. And I said to my daughter, who, who drives? Um, luckily we live, you know, less than two minutes from a emergency department of a hospital. Yep. But stupidly, I asked my daughter to drive me to the hospital. You should always call an ambulance. Yeah. Don't get in a car and don't put that sort of pressure on a family member. What if I died in the car? Yeah. Okay. And it's only yeah. after that I thought about it. You know, what if I had died? Not something we're all in training for here, though, is it? No, you know what I mean. It's you know, so that was the worst part for me. Yeah. Uh, after the aftermath, when I thought about it, I, I put all that pressure on my daughter to uh, take me to the hospital, and she did. She took me, to, and luckily I didn't die in the car, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't get any worse really. But I got to the hospital. I was checked over by the triage nurse, and within thirty seconds, I was in a hospital bed hooked, on up, the monitor. To, hooked yep. up to every machine that goes bing yeah <laughs> and hoping you wouldn't hear <laughs> <laughs> exactly i could hear the cattle lowing <laughs> from my homeland and i thought this is it uh, <laughs> and they gave you some drugs and you felt <laughs> <laughs> I did. in fact i'm still on them uh yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, I didn't want to dwell so, on that. But uh, look, it's a. Uh, it was a serious matter, you know, and and uh, th- thank God for the the health service in Australia. We've got one of the best, and if not the best in the world. I was operated on, and I had a stent uh, put into my heart um, the following day. Yeah. You know, I was looked after that night by a team of specialists. You couldn't ask for better health care. Uh, and it didn't cost me a penny. Oh, really? You know what I mean? There you go. So it just blows your socks off when you think about that. Yeah. You know? Uh, but you're looking after yourself. But um, you're, I mean, you're not a particularly unhealthy no, guy. Look, yeah, that's it. I've been told by my specialist that it's, he, th- he thinks it's purely genetic because it runs in my family. You know, I've had a number of uncles die of heart attacks. I've had my mother had heart problems um my brothers one of my brothers sadly my eldest brother tommy died yeah he never got the warning my brother robert in august had 
quadruple bypass. Uh, he got the warning, but it was a much worse warning than I got. Yeah. And uh, he, he again, he thought he had indigestion. He thought he had heartburn. He thought he had everything. But yeah, look, it is, it, it, it's a sad truth about Scotland. It's, I don't know if it's still um, the case, but we were the heart attack capital of Europe, certainly yeah. that I remember. Mm. And and whether that's diet and exercise and or or lack of or 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 too much of the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, no, oh, that's good, mate. That's good. So I'm here. You're here. I'm healthy. I'm that's losing it. weight. I'm uh, exercising. Oh, you look good. You got some colour in your face. I haven't you done so much exercising since the COVID thing? Because you no. couldn't go. Out, but, no, that's uh, true. But, I don't know, think many people have. Um, but they're going to. I, I got up this morning. and I said to myself, I need to get back on the exercise treadmill and get back on the. The really strict diet and... Uh, and the nuts and the cupcakes uh, and the red wine. And the red wine. <laughs> you know, I haven't had any cupcakes. No, Come you haven't, on, actually. don't tell no, lies. That's true. That's uh, true. You're hanging out for a steak I'm pie. I'm hanging out for a steak <laughs> pie. I've <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I've been doing since we've been... I've been massacring coups and cooking them. <laughs> no, I said to myself, I need to get back on the treadmill. I need to get back on my walks. Yeah. It's been great. I've been going walks with my daughter at night because she's really into keeping fit. And we have a good long chat and, you know, and yep. talk about pros and cons of life. <laughs> so, uh, no, I've really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, the family, it, it really pointed out to me how important family, friends, For sure. you know, Yep. Comrades in arms, you know, you, I mean, even you, you were in touch all the time, checking up on me and Mrs. Mitch and, and uh, yeah, no, it was great. Yeah. Well, you it's know. good that you get the chance. Some people don't get that chance, do they? No, they don't. So, yeah, it's good. Mm. I think uh, everybody's uh, started off in this uh, mad period by going exercise crazy. And I'm pretty certain that a lot of people are still saying how much they're exercising, but they're probably not as much as they were and yeah. should have been. And we're just going about to get attacked by a couple of cats. Yes. So, so Neil is a is a cat lover. I am. Yes. Yeah. The, the the kids are here. There and what's their names, Neil? What, what? This is uh, Jasper. Jasper. Or Jazzy, or Jazz, or or you. Beautiful Siamese. Yes, Tonkinese. So they're half oh, they're Siamese, half Burmese. All right. Sorry, I've been yeah. put in my place and corrected. <laughs> that, was, that, that was the equivalent of just calling a Scotsman England English. English, there. yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, where are you from in England? <laughs> yeah, that's another program all altogether. It yeah. definitely is. I'm yeah, sure. it is. Well, I think we've uh, we've probably pushed this one out. We have pretty well. Mm. Yeah, we got uh, we've got an hour and a half in there, so. Yeah, uh, no, that's two episodes. That's it. Could well, be. Let's just make it thirty episodes. We'll, make we'll just it do it right short. now, and that's we'll it. <laughs> no, no, we'll make it a short three-minute podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how's it going? See right. you next week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, very good, mate. It's great to see you. Yeah, it's you great too. to see anybody. To yeah, be honest, you know, I know. Uh, uh, we I, are socially distanced. We're at least three meters apart, and uh, <laughs> yes. although I could still we touch are. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only as far as putting your hand in my nuts. But, yes, uh, exactly. Oh, we've overused that we've one. Overused anyway, them, yeah. yeah. Nah, great stuff, pal. So, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks everybody. That's uh, you know that is episode one, and you will find it at doonunder.podbean.com and uh, we'll get some social media set up with the links for your well, what is it? 
Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Amazon Podcasts, whatever it is. Yeah, and ho- Hopefully you can say, hey, Alexa, play Dune Under. That, that might work, you never know. Alexa, well, I've always wanted to be Alexa. That's a disaster in Scotland. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> Alexa, <laughs> pour me a drink. Yeah. yeah. Alexa, gonna play that great song that I love. <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. Look, what good is a robot in your house if it can't pour you a drink? Yes. And I'll leave you on that. Correct. <laughs> All right, pal. Episode one, Dune Under. I'll speak to you very, very soon for Cheers. episode two. All right. Well done, pal. Bye. Cheers, buddy. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening.